Hi everyone, welcome to So What Do You Do? A podcast about people, their career journey and how they found themselves in their dream job. Today we have a really special guest for me because she's also my sister. <laughs> um, her name is Bezzy Regina. She's been working for already almost three years for a Dutch company in the engineering um, uh, sphere. So she is now a team leader, actually. But before that, she was a draft a drafter. Um, so... Eugenia, can you please introduce yourself? Maybe you can add anything you think I missed and the audience should know. Uh, yes. Hello. My name is Eugenia. I'm almost 26. Um, indeed, I'm working for a Dutch company. It's calling People Power. Uh, I'm now a team leader. At the beginning, I was uh, working in AutoCAD just, but now I'm leading a team of five members. Uh four girls and one boy so it's mainly a girl team uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah we treat him good so it's okay <laughs> girl power <laughs> yeah uh, my team is called victoria also a girlish name i know <laughs> sorry oh. <laughs> yeah but indeed at the beginning i didn't have so much experience because i uh, studied management in economics so it's like a new domain for me, totally new world. So it's also a surprise for me how just in two years and some months uh, I arrived at such level. So for me, it's also a nice surprise, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really nice. But that's also, uh, it shows that you are skilled for this job. Um, so a perfect interview for us, you know, right? Mm -hmm. um so now uh, well you said that you studied management in, uh, for your bachelor and for your master yeah 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 okay so how do you what were the steps actually how did you arrive <laughs> uh and how did you end up working in engineering and um yeah just tell us about every your journey in general yeah, so how I said, I studied management for master and bachelor degree. I studied in Romania in two different cities, um, bachelor in Yash, and I moved to Brasov to do my master degree. I really, really love Brasov, so I'm happy to be here now. Uh, how I arrived at this job is really interesting story because I worked in sales because I fin finished economics. So I worked in sales at also a Dutch company called Stabiplan. And uh, the after one year, the sales department closed in Romania. And my, uh, let's say, manager um, told me like, yeah, another Dutch company that's called People Power, they're related to companies and they're searching for new uh, people working in AutoCAD and I was like yeah okay I don't have so much experience I don't have at all experience in this domain mm -hmm. uh, but he tried to cheer me up like yeah you sold uh, Stabicad and it's related to AutoCAD you know something I was like yeah it's two <laughs> different things to sell it and to practice it but okay thank you <laughs> so I was thinking uh, two months what to do exactly because I had 
this two months period to think about it. And um, I decided, yeah, let's give a try because my father all the time told me like, let's, you should try something new because maybe if you'll not try it, you'll regret all your life. So I said, yeah, why not? I don't lose nothing. So I started it. I was the first person at People Power uh, working in AutoCAD as a draft woman. And uh, I received a lot of training from the like baby steps, I would say. And it was really nice because my first collaborations was like directly with people from Netherlands. And my first trainer was a person that was younger than me, which made it more easier because I was feeling not so like desperate. And I was like, yeah, he's 22, I'm 23. So it's okay. We are in this together. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, first of all, it sounds a lot like that <laughs> yeah. for him to say something like that. Um, and yeah, um, actually, um, a, a follow-up question about this is, I don't remember you saying that you actually want to be a manager when we were young. So <laughs> uh, was it your actually um, dream in a way or something you really wanted to pursue uh, or you thought about doing something else completely and yeah why did you choose first of all a bachelor in management yeah so indeed when I was from like small age I just saw my father who was like doing manager job and I was like yeah I want to be like this because in Moldova, we don't have so much like guiding for your future, what job will be perfect for you. So I think mainly how you see your parents or maybe you have other hobbies guide you to something you want to be in the future. So my choice was to be a manager because I thought it's an interesting job seeing how my father liked it. So yeah, it was like, I would say... 50% helping me to choose my bachelor degree. In the rest, it was, I was like, yeah, it's something interesting. It's something new. I don't know exactly what I want to do. So this would be a start for me. So yeah, it was interesting. Uh, sometimes it was hard. Sometimes it wasn't exactly management because we did a lot of our stuff, finance, marketing and other stuff. But mm -hmm. it was nice because I discovered uh, which I which things I really don't like and which things I like. So mm -hmm. basically now being a team leader, I'm doing a part of managing because I'm doing planning for my team, for future projects, uh, the hours, uh, what exactly they will do on the project, coordination with other team leaders and stuff. So basically... I'm doing, let's say, 40% of this job now. <laughs> yeah, I, I find it interesting that, and I do agree that with each experience we have, either we think we don't actually need it or it's something we <laughs> don't really relate to, it gives us skills to go forward and try something else uh, to test us in a way. Um, so in your example, 
you actually used the skills you learned in your bachelor with management, like you said, and uh, leading your team and um, yeah, just all the management skills you actually need in order to be a leader. Uh, and this comes up to, yeah, a question, what other skills do you think you learned in your bachelor that actually helped you in this transition to your new job? I think a lot of uh, organizational stuff because I think I really made noticed me to my superiors by how organized I was, how I was accepting all the challenges and I was not afraid. So this with Bachelor was the same. I finished like humanitarian uh, degree at school. So I was not familiar with mathematics and a lot of stuff of numbers so bachelor degree and master degree was like a challenge for me in this direction and in engineering direction was also a challenge because it's also a domain that I was not related before so I think organizational part a lot of patience a lot of uh, wanting to learn something new all the time and how I said accepting the challenges because I had a lot of different projects a lot of collaboration of new people maybe some people also didn't know good English and I was very patient with them and I was all trying to make friends with these people mm-hmm. so it was not easy but it's a nice result now <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it sounds challenging, especially that you said you didn't have many mathematics skill. And I, I myself, I'm studying business economics, <laughs> so I see actually that the logic behind you you develop while studying in uh, science, um, high school. So yeah, I think that's that's definitely hard, but that also shows your willpower and that you actually wanted to try new things and by that actually challenge yourself and learn something new um so that actually comes to the next question um what is your daily what are your daily tasks as a team leader and or well let's first start with a drafter what did you do then and as a a beginner let's say in this domain and for everyone actually uh, who's who's listening and wants to follow this path Yeah, so at the beginning, as a draft woman, I was uh, working in AutoCAD. We also have uh, StabiCAD. It's a program that helps us to do the work easier, especially when you're working in um, mechanical installations and electrical installations and evacuation plans also. So I did a very long, I would say, training. It took almost two months to get used to all these programs, to the projects and stuff. But mainly we learn a lot of new things when we are working on exact project because each project has different requirements, different clients want different things. For example, I did four different projects with evacuation plans for big clients like Shipol and other than Hug. Uh, government and they had really different rules so basically you learn a lot of new stuff every time you're doing a new project so it's a continuous 
progress, continuous development of yourself. And it's really depending of you if you want to learn or you're a more basic person that don't like to learn so much every time, every time, again and again. But I like this part because it's making your work more challenging, not so boring. And um, you can also teach things people at the same time. So basically, what's that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, said I'm planning and coordinating the work for my team. I'm discussing with team leaders in uh, Netherlands about what projects we have, who we should assign them, on what period, who will help these persons, what are the clients' requirements and stuff. I'm discussing it with my people in my team. I'm helping them if they have problems. I'm discussing with team leaders to find if the work is going good, if the client is satisfied, how is the person in my team, if he's doing qualitative job or he's not good or why he's not good, trying to mediate, negotiate and stuff like this. And in parallel, I'm also doing my work. I'm working on different projects. Mainly I worked a lot for Shippel. I started to work on electrical projects for Shippel. And after I worked for one year almost now for evacuation plants because they have a lot of buildings in all uh, Netherlands and they have a lot of job. So basically that's what helped me to become a team leader because I started this big project. Uh, I had assigned like three, four, five, seven, eight people And I was able to manage all of them, help them, teach them, guide them. And uh, my managers, like, was, uh, yeah, it's a big project. It, like, from this project. And was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. she can do it. So why not? (laughs) Let's make sure it's better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you you definitely can. Um, Yeah, that's that's a lot. So (laughs) from what I got and from what I've seen, you're also working. Um, well, people, when they think about engineering and just in general about this job, they think that, okay, I'll just sit at my own desk and I'll in front of my computer and just, yeah, work on different projects. But from what you tell, it's a lot of people interaction, a lot of people involved and soft, skill, soft skills also in there. And I also know that you went uh, on... Um, kind of a company let's say visit to the Netherlands with your company right in which they yeah. taught you also different things so yeah this opens also opportunities maybe for travel especially I guess it depends on if you're an uh, international company or not but that's certainly something interesting to note yes exactly I really had a nice opportunity to go to Netherlands to visit the office to stay there first time I went um, in my first year of working, uh, I, w- I stayed two weeks. And next time I went last year before pandemic and I stayed just one week, but I'm the only person that went two times to, I don't know, I was lucky. So yeah, <laughs> I to go two times. <laughs> I think you've also been chosen based on your skills. So it's kind of a both. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think yes. It also depends of who, with whom you work, because at that time, 
my project leader in Netherlands, he will he's a really nice person and he was like, Yeah, I want to bring my people from my team to here to see the mm-hmm. project. He was like really insisting on this. So it also was a really important thing for us. Yes, definitely. So I'm also interested in how how a working day looks for you. So you wake up, you immediately start with uh, meetings or you schedule it somehow. Um, how many hours are you allowed to work? For example, you want to work today for six hours and you will work the other two hours in a different day or something like that. Yeah, I would say my dates are really different every time. So I don't have really a, like strict planning or stuff like this. So it's depending of many things, how many meetings were planned by other people for me in that day, how many meetings I have planned to have maybe one-to-one with my people and my team or other, other planning coordination and stuff like this. So basically, um, I'm waking, I'm checking my mails uh, after maybe I'm starting to work on my project. And usually before lunch, I have some meetings and maybe after lunch also, but it really depends. It's not really strict for how it goes. So yeah. I cannot say like I have made, yes, I'm organizing myself. I need to have eight hours per day working. Um, it depends how many meetings I have because usually we split it to have also work for ourselves a project to manage to do it, but also to have some meetings and planning. But yes, sometimes it's also depending. You can have maybe seven hours in that day or six hours and you can maybe take that two hours every day. But it's more when you have something important, you need to go or to hospital or an appointment or stuff like this. So because they will, they also understood if everybody will be allowed to take it like when they want, it will be a mess. So they don't <laughs> They don't allow you to do to, to every time. So maybe if you ask, if you need it really strictly, it's okay. Okay. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's doable. <laughs> Let's yeah. say. Um, so about, for example, someone who uh, listens, who is interested in uh, taking this path, um, what are your recommendations uh, for them to take? So um is it 100% necessary to go to a university that teaches the skills or what kind of skills do they actually need to have to go for it? Soft skills or hard skills? Um, yeah, so just to maximize their chances, let's say, of success. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's really depending because some companies requires you to have bachelor degree at least in engineering domain but some companies don't look at it i think the dutch company didn't put um pressure on this part because they also in their like netherlands they have a lot of people who even don't have university bachelor at all so they decided like yeah we have a lot of people who don't have bachelor why we should put pressure in Romania on this part so um I don't know how much people are like me, 
but are many people that are not basically in engineering engineering it's very large domain so a lot of people have different bachelor degrees some are strictly on it some are not but i would say uh, at my company they didn't put a pressure on this part they looked more how you are as a person how you work in a team how passionate you are about your work how you are challenging yourself how you accept the new challenges and how you are doing at training so i think this is the most important what we looked at the person so and mm-hmm. we put a lot of um concentration on how a person is like personality and how he works in a team because we really work a lot in teams and it's really hard if that person doesn't want to collaborate or wants to be individual to work with that person which affects the projects in the future so mm-hmm. this is also very important mm, uh, i see i think it also depends yeah uh, like you said on the company uh, what it focuses on and what actually are the tasks so the domain in engineering that they're working on maybe some actually need or require advanced advanced (laughs) uh, knowledge Um, so yeah but it shows that it's not 100% so it's if you think someone is listening and thinks of a career change and they think like oh I need this degree 100% then at least to try to see if it's indeed your your kind of thing to do uh, you can just start with without and with a training but at least see what what is it's what it's like um and uh, about like we already spoke a little bit about the work-life balance in terms of uh, working hours but more specific to it do you think like there is a good work-life balance um, yes, I would say yes. Now, by working at home, it's a little bit harder because I'm a very hardworking person and sometimes it's hard for me to divide the personal life by work. And especially being at home, I'm just like, yeah, it's six. I close my laptop, I finish the work. But when I see a mail, I'm like yeah, reading it. Or when I see a message, I'm reading it. So when you are at office, you just close everything and you just go home and you forget about work. When you are at home, you are like, yeah, I'm like two minutes I'm like near my laptop. I can read it. It's not so bad. So why not? And sometimes it's it's because of me, not because of work. So <laughs> it's, yeah, I like it. Nobody puts pressure on me, but I'm a kind of person that I'm like, yeah, I need to read it. It's important. Everything is important. So, yeah. Oh, okay. But overall, you think the work-life balance, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I think a lot of people will be interested in that. Uh, as I say, every, uh, but everyone brings awareness to the fact that in order to actually work, better you also have to rest <laughs> yeah efficiently so that that is it uh is there something you would like to add to our discussion that uh, maybe i didn't ask but you really want to share with everyone i think i just want to say like you should not be afraid if you want to try something new um 
maybe every challenge is bringing you something good in life. You learn from it. So you should not be afraid to try to change maybe your life and to change your job in something that is totally new from you. And of course, if uh, how you asked me about the degree, if you are thinking to do a degree in a domain and it's really better for your job, for example, I see some colleagues that are working in Revit, it's another program like AutoCAD, they work in 3D and they have some engineering background. And for them at the beginning, it's easier because they have a, like knowledge and um, some of them were together at university and they're like, yeah, hello, hello, friends. I saw you <laughs> and stuff like this. So it's easier, but it's not such a big problem. So if you want to do a bachelor degree, you need to go for it. And if you find a job in your domain, it's wonderful. If you don't have it, it's not a big problem and you should not hesitate to try it. And maybe you can do a bachelor degree after in this domain if you want. And if you really like it and you want to have, I don't know, 30 years a career in this domain. Yes, I agree. But it, I think also your what I would like to add is also that uh, your journey shows everyone that you also w- came to Romania. You were not born there. <laughs> so yeah. you studied there, you found a job there. So also that countries or shouldn't, shouldn't be a limit. <laughs> if you want to go somewhere else and try yourself there, just then do it and try. Um, so yeah, that was it from my side. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for coming, for discussing with me everything and for sharing your journey. I hope everyone who listened to us today will get something useful for them. And hope everyone has a great day ahead or a good night or anything. Yeah, so thank you for listening.